Welcome to Hollywood Changemakers, a podcast by entertainment industry professionals who want to talk about the issues that impact our culture from a new perspective. Faith, this is Hollywood Changemakers. Hi, I'm Karen Covell. Welcome to Hollywood Changemakers. We're excited to bring this podcast to you so that you can get an inside view of what God is doing in Hollywood, the entertainment industry we see as the world's most influential mission field. And we want to give you different ideas from different people about how you can be a Christian on any mission field in the world, including Hollywood, and be used by God. Today, I have a very special guest. Carol Ward is a new friend, and she is so amazing. I am so excited to hear the story of what Carol is doing in South Sudan and in Uganda, and realizing it's the same thing. The mission field of Hollywood, the mission field in Africa, in anywhere yes. around the world. People need the Lord, yes. and God comes in through his people, yes. and we get to just see the miracles that he does. So welcome, yes. Carol. Thank you. I'm so Good glad you're here. I would love to just get a quick overview of how you ended up in Africa. Well, I call it the call of the wild, Karen, because I think it was in my blood. My passion is for hurting people, broken people outcasts, forgotten people, and unreached people that have never, never heard truth, never seen light, spiritually. But my grandparents were in China 30 years, POW. My parents were in the Philippines, and I grew up amongst terrorism in the jungle. So uh, when God called me to a war zone in Africa, I had already said, here I am, send me anywhere, anytime to anyone, and I'll go and I'll die there. I'm just willing to follow you, Jesus. So and he answered. <laughs> he answered. He answered. Oh, and yes. what I get excited about is your complete lack of fear, mm-hmm. trust in the Lord, mm-hmm. passionate obedience. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that place? I watched my father live on his knees in faith, and God would wake him up and move him out of a village, and two hours later it would be bombed, just in a dream. But he was an obedient man, and I realized that fear is attached attached to self-preservation. And when you're obedient to trust Jesus and follow him, there's no place for fear because 1 John 4.18 says perfect love casts out fear. And I battled with fear facing Coney and the North and the LRA war. And the Lord said to me, I never sent anybody out in fear. It'll paralyze you. Fear has torment and it will kill you, literally, because you're going to walk in confusion and you're going to run and panic. And he said, I can't use people with fear. But he said, my perfect love will cast out fear. So I asked the Lord for a baptism of love. And when you love people and you love Jesus more than your own life, there is no room for fear. So I always say the devil can't kill a dead man. <laughs> so I've already died to oh, myself. That's right. I remember um, in reading your book, by the way, an amazing book that you have to know about. Send Me Where No One Wants to Go, The Carol Ward Story. I am weeping through this book. It's a powerful, beautiful journey of Carol walking with Jesus in places that we would never imagine being in and having the Lord do miraculous works through her. But you were in a car. You knew that there could be terrorists to stop you and kill you. Yes. You were by yourself at night, yes. and you that's the moment yes. that you know the Lord delivered you from fear. What did you say to him, and what did he, what did he I was do? having a conversation with him, and he said, what are you doing? I was praying hard. Mm. 
for protection and just to stay alive. Because ambushes jumped out either side of the road, would mow you down with AK-47s, burn the vehicle, and they're gone before anybody could respond. It was guerrilla warfare. And this was happening every day on the roads. I knew I was driving through that to go north. And the U.S. Embassy said, you're as good as dead. That didn't bother me. And I thought, well, I'm going to obey the Lord, life or death. So in that car, the Lord said, what are you doing? I said, I'm obeying you. He said, no, you're not. I never sent anybody out in fear. And he said, it's a losing battle. And I can't, I can't use you because you'll be paralyzed to obedience. And uh, the enemy will turn, turn you in terror. He'll frustrate you, confuse you. And I said, Lord, then give me more faith. He said, you don't need more faith. What do I need? And he said, you don't have enough love. If you had enough love, then perfect love casts out fear. You would trust me that I loved you more than my own life. That's why I gave my life for you. And you would trust me enough to know that if I needed to use you in life or in death, that's my choice, but you've already yielded. And loving the people more than you love yourself that you're going to serve means you've already laid your life down for them. That's what grabbed my heart. There you were by yourself in a car in Uganda, and God says you need to love more. And that's how I feel here in Hollywood. You can't make people change. You can't make them see the truth. But if you love people, that's where the power of God just comes through in miraculous ways that we could never orchestrate. We could never do that. And I got excited about saying, isn't this incredible? Here I am in America, in Hollywood, And you're there in Uganda, and we both have the same stories, the way Mm -hmm. God can use people who, I love when you compared fear is self-preservation, not self-denial. Yes. And love is self-denial, because it's not about us. Who cares about me? I get to love these people with the love that God has for me. That, that's like an honor and a privilege. It, it's so powerful. Yes. Yes. So I thought it'd be fun to point out some ways that you see you've learned from the Ugandan people that I can then say, look, this relates to the people in Hollywood. What, what ways did you break through and see God really moving miraculously? Because love is a drawing force. And it's penetrating power into the hearts of animosity and into danger zones. When I would go into the camps during the war, missing ambushes by a few minutes, 45,000 people in camps, 75,000 another one, 1,000 a day were dying. And they looked at me and said, now there must really be a God. I said, how do you say that? Because you're here. And we thought God had forgotten us. And they taught me what it means to be Jesus with skin on. They taught me what it means to believe in them until they can believe in themselves. And so God began raising them up to become part of an army of faith because no man can win a city alone. No man can win a nation alone. And if we're going to use weapons of warfare, if we're going to stand in a battleground together where that many people were dying, where there was human sacrifices being made every day, where 50,000 child soldiers were abducted, where there was execution, slaughtering, maiming, uh, cannibalism, you name it, we were going to have to see an army. 
There's nothing what I could do alone as one person. And so I needed to win the hearts of the people to say, let's link arms and fight this darkness together. And that's where it started. And that's it. And of course, through prayer. Yes. Through prayer. Yes. Tell me about some of the amazing prayer times that you've had. Well, I put a little cardboard sign out on the front gate and said, 7A, 7P, seven days a week. And the, and the place packed. It was packed three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening, all day Saturday. So we began uh, prayer meetings, which were really just prayer lifestyle, and then prayer in the stadium. And the government said after that prayer in the stadium, they could feel like a big thick black curtain had been pulled aside from the heavenlies and they said we have an open heaven over northern Uganda what happened in that stadium well we were on our faces like second chronicle 714 if we ever think Karen that there's anything we can do against the forces of darkness and our own strength we're already defeated mm-hmm. it's but God It begins with him and it ends with him. It's for him. The equipping comes from him. The empowerment is his. And he gave us a formula in 2 Chronicles 7.14. If we would just pray, if we would just seek his face as opposed to his hands, Mm -hmm. what can you do for me? But his face shine on a land that's been desolate, like Daniel said. Turn from our wicked ways. That doesn't just mean sin. That means our self-will. My way or no way. That's what that means. And humble ourselves because God walks with the humble. He will heal the land. What a key. It's amazing. And honestly, it's simple. If we would sacrifice our own needs to say, I get more joy out of facing him, turning to him, getting on my knees for him, and then watching the most extraordinary miracles. I truly believe that because of you and your effort of prayer and the army of prayers that you got together, that that broke through Joseph Comey and the most yes. one of the most evil movements of the enemy mm-hmm. in the universe. Mm-hmm. And from a, a beautiful blonde woman walking mm-hmm. into northern Uganda just saying, Lord, use me. Yes. And that's all it takes. And I believe that's all it takes for anybody, yes. anywhere, yes. any place. I've, yes. I've talked to people throughout the world and... They've said that there's a huge influence of America on their country, their people group, their wow. tribe. Is your is your home in Uganda so far out that it doesn't even have an influence from America, or do you see us creeping into the to the culture there? Uganda's creeped in more to the culture, American, uh, Western um, Media, values, values. yes. Less in South Sudan because we work bush. And I mean, there's naked headhunters, and they don't even know there's a president. You know, they're still sacrificing and having their chiefs and whatnot. So it's extremely remote. And um, I can become um, a risk factor at times. But at the same time, if if I'm organizing troops, which I call them because they call me General Mama over there. General Mama. Uh, I love it. (laughs) So there's 500, 600 troops that we organize in prayer to go into the dark places and take the ground. Because if we don't advance, then standing our own ground, we're already losing territory because the enemy's not staying still. So there's only one weapon that we have to put on, which is offense. Go take the land. Yes, dressed in the armor of the Lord. But but anyway, in those areas, uh, 
I'm not looking to see what the Western in, impact has been. I'm looking for kingdom impact. And I said, you know, I, it doesn't matter the color of skin, your race, your culture, your background. God has called you to pull heaven to earth because he said, pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, we're taught the Lord's Prayer. But how many of us are by force, the kingdom has suffered violence, the violent take it by force, pulling heaven down to earth? Wow. That's what he wants us to do. And that's what you're doing. Yes. So you are going back. When are you going back? You're going to South Sudan when you go back? Yes. And what are you going back to? Well, there's been tribal wars. The news says one thing. The news says South Sudan is the most volatile nation in the world. The news says the Merle people are the most volatile tribe in the world. I've driven right into the heart of that area when UN and U.S. embassies said it was off limits. I don't watch the news. So when you say, what are you going back to? It may be different perspectives depending on what people have heard over the years a dark continent, so on and so forth. But I'm going to tell you what God's doing there. He is penetrating into the darkest, deepest, dark depth of darkness and demonic that you could ever imagine with the powerful light of his truth. Because the word of God is light. It is spirit and truth. It is life. It's a sword piercing the darkness. It's a thousand candles that are being turned on all over a continent. And every one of those is the Bible. And we give a hundred thousand away a year. Well, you can imagine, boop, boop, boop. It's just like lighting up a continent, like with fireflies, you know, but it's the word of God. I'm going back to an army. They're not waiting on me. We've already given marching orders. They're out there. They're in six nations and they're finding where the worst hostility, the worst uh, tribal war and fighting, where government has evacuated people, where it's off limits to the UN, where people are buried, uh, I mean, hidden in, in jungles, unreached, unheard of, unfound. They're still discovering tribes that they've never knew existed. Last year, they discovered another one, and that's exactly where we're going. And our guys are going in like somebody called us the heaven, uh, heaven green beret. Huh? So, <laughs> they're just going in as a rescue mission, but all under the covering of prayer. And prayer precedes them, prayer and fasting. Because if you don't find the strong man, Matthew says, you can't spoil the goods. So if the stronghold over a region is not bound, there's no way to spoil the goods, which means the souls, the lives. And that's who Jesus is after. He said he'd leave 99 and go find one. Right. So we're going and finding one, one tribe, one life, everywhere, in every direction. Well, you're also of the spies that went to check out the land. You are not the eight. You are the two that have come back and said, I am not afraid. The giants are not too big. The land is not too scary. And you're going in with a boldness where you have to trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. I believe when we need him desperately, that's right where he wants us. Because that's where he gets a chance to move and work. And the inspiration you are to start with prayer to build an army of prayers and a people mm-hmm. with no fear, mm-hmm. but with boldness and confidence in the Lord, and then to watch him do miracles and change people, change nations. 
That's what I'm praying for and want to see in Hollywood. A group of people who walk in completely dependent on the the Lord, on our faces, fasting, praying, bringing in God's weapon through worship, through power that he can give us, and then watch the world change. I thank you so much for what you're doing. I thank you that you are doing something that we in Hollywood can get an inspiration to do, to love people, to serve the Lord, and to expect him to change the land. And I know it's going to keep happening there, and we can pray for each other and see how it's going to happen here too as well. I believe it. Absolutely. God's on the winning side, and we're there with him. He's equipped us. And Karen, he's given us weapons that are not carnal, they're not visible, but they're mighty to the winning of a battle. And we have to recognize who our opponent is and where we're seated with him in heavenly places. And we have to fight from a position of hidden with Christ inside of God. We're on the winning side. That's offensive, not defensive. That's the way to go. Yes, yes. Well, bless you. I can't wait to hear how things go, how you are continuing the work and building your army. And you are certainly not on a playground. You are on a battleground. Yes, we all are. We all are. We all are. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. And let's do it with joy. Yes, yes. And the sooner we realize that, the less ground we'll keep losing in our families, in our communities, and in our cities. That we were born to battle, and we are worshiping warriors. And God has given us the keys to win. And we just need to learn how to fight, but out of a place of love and hidden in the heart of God. There's victory. Yes. Amen. And this is General Mama telling us, thank you for coming and listening to the Hollywood Changemakers and be inspired by Carol. God wants all of us to walk in confidence in him and then to see him do miracles through us. So you go out there and do it. And we look forward to the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Hollywood Changemakers. If you'd like to get connected with us, our Instagram handle is at Hollywood Prayer Network. Find out more at HollywoodPrayerNetwork.com. 